All the latest business news from WA, delivered daily. At close of business, news briefing. Good afternoon, it's Jacinta Burton with your Tuesday afternoon headlines. Main Roads has been given the green light to resume clearing for the $1.25 billion Bunbury Outer Ring Road after the federal court dismissed an 11th hour bid to halt the works on environmental grounds. The State Roads Authority was forced to drop its tools on Friday after the court granted a temporary injunction restraining work on the road's southern arm. The lawsuit was brought by the Friends of the Jalorup Corridor, a community action group which has spent years lobbying against the plan to clear more than 70 hectares of land and build a 10.5-kilometre dual carriageway bisecting the suburb of Jalorup. Over the course of the past two days, the lobby group's legal team has been advancing the case on the basis that federal ministerial approval was issued unlawfully. But Main Roads submitted that the last-minute argument advanced had no legs. This morning, Federal Court Justice Craig Colvin dismissed the application, telling the court he was not satisfied the argument advanced had sufficient legal merit. The decision came after the state's legal team warned that any delay to the project could cost taxpayers more than $10 million and extend for seven months, with the breeding season for the Western Ringtail Possum set to begin in a matter of weeks. And the WA Labor Party will not stand a candidate in a by-election expected to be held next month for the regional seat of North West Central. Despite almost taking the seat from Nationals MP Vince Catania at last year's state election, Premier Mark McGowan conceded it would be difficult to win in a by-election. Mr Catania, who announced his retirement from Parliament in June, clung on to the vast electorate by just 259 votes. The swing against the Nationals to Labor was 8.4%, but Labor will leave the contest to the Nationals and the Liberals. The Premier denied any members of his Cabinet were opposed to the decision not to run. He pointed to previous Liberal Party decisions not to contest by-elections in the Labor seats of Willoughby, Fremantle and Armidale. Opposition leader Mia Davies said the government's decision was offensive to voters in the North West Central electorate. And finally to property now and a contentious plan to increase the height of Mervac Group's Burswood development by 29 storeys has drawn the ire of some locals but gained support from the town of Victoria Park. Row Group has applied to modify the Burswood Lake structure plan on behalf of Mervac and increase building height limits for Mervac's two remaining undeveloped lots on the Burswood Peninsula. The amendment seeks to increase the height limit of Lot 1, which will house the Tower 7 development, from 12 storeys to 41 storeys and an increase from six to eight storeys in Lot 21. Mervac's apartment complex project, the Peninsula Burswood, is expected to have a project value of more than $838 million, with the latest approved eight-storey apartment, a door, expected to reach $96 million. A report prepared by the town of Victoria Park's planning offices suggests the council supports the revised plan and recommends the WA Planning Commission approve it subject to a list of modifications. The council is expected to consider the proposed amendment at a meeting later this month. And coming up next, I chat to journalist Matt McKenzie about the contention over the Bunbury Outer Ring Road and the last-ditch attempt to stop the Southern Arm. We understand that business relies on being informed. That's why Business News is your most reliable source of news, industry insights and business connections. To stay fully informed, we encourage you to subscribe to our emails Flick through our magazine and visit businessnews.com.au for daily news updates. 
It's the best way to ensure you have the information you need to be future ready. Business News. More news, more insights, more connections. Welcome back to At Close of Business. I'm Matt McKenzie and I'm joined by Business News' court reporter, breaking news extraordinaire journalist, Jacinta Burton. Jacinta, how are you? Good. How are you, Matt? I'm fantastic. Uh, today, we're all talking about the Western ringtail possum. Can you tell me you went down to court uh, today and yesterday to hear about this dispute about the Bunbury Outer Ring Road. What's going on? Yes, well, I mean, you and I have talked a lot about the Bunbury Outer Ring Road in the past. It's, what, the largest infrastructure project down in the southwest. Uh, $1.25 billion, I believe, is the new cost, Matt. Um, but a portion of this plan has long been pretty contentious, and that's the southern alignment. And now that's uh, requiring about 70 hectares of land to be cleared to make way for a 10.5 kilometre dual carriageway that's essentially going to cut the the suburb of Jalor up in half. Um, Now, the state government has argued that this land has been allocated for this purpose for about four decades. And it was Mark McGowan who reiterated that today in in a press conference this afternoon. But a community lobby group, the Friends of the Jalorup Corridor, have been fighting the plan on environmental grounds. And and that really came to a head in in the federal court today. So just for for those of us that don't holiday down south, for example, (laughs) uh, Jalorup, this is obviously near Bunbury. Yes, it, it, it is. Um, so from memory, obviously I was based in Bunbury, but that was a couple of years ago. It's about a 45-minute drive outside of, of Bunbury. Now, that corridor is home to swathes of, of native vegetation, um, the Banksia woodlands, the Chewett woodlands, and of course several endangered species, which is why it uh, needed to go to the federal government for formal approval, one of which is the critically endangered western ringtail possum. And um, that's the one that everyone's really, really fighting for. So this ring road basically is a bypass for people Mm -hmm. to get around Bunbury. It's been talked about for some years. Uh, Stage two and three are the ones that are currently under construction. So this was in court. Can you tell us what happened today? Uh, Yes. So um, a little bit of background. So the project received the final tick of approval from the federal government back in June. um, And then a little bit of clearing got underway earlier this month. And um, on Friday, the group went to the federal court and sought an injunction to stop that work so that they could have the opportunity opportunity to argue against the project on environmental grounds. Now, the federal court considered that application yesterday um, and basically the argument put forward by the lawyer for, for the lobby group was that the ministerial approval that was issued was issued unlawfully and disputing the adequacy of some of the conditions attached to that approval. A lot of this centred around the fact that the approval of the project and the mitigation plans that that approval hinged on were reviewed by two separate people, of course the minister and a minister's delegate. And what did the judge think about that? Well, basically, Main Roads had argued that considerable steps had been taken to mitigate any impact on the environment and um, any animals in the area, and that the argument submitted at the very last minute had no legs. Um, And this morning, Federal Court Justice Craig Colvin agreed, dismissing the application and telling the court he just wasn't satisfied that the argument advanced by the group had sufficient legal merit. He reiterated, though, that it was not for him to decide whether or not the appeal... the approval, sorry, should have been granted in the first place, but rather whether it was granted and and whether those approval um, conditions attached to it were actually uh, appropriate. And just to be clear, so work had actually stopped because there was like a restraint order, is that right? Yes, yes. So that was the injunction that was issued by the federal court on Friday. And so now things are getting back underway or presumably they'll be getting back underway tomorrow? 
Yes, so um, on Monday, the federal court extended that injunction until noon today. So effectively, main roads have the green light to uh, pick up their tools again and, and start work from this afternoon. Okay. Now, there's actually been a fair bit of controversy about this ring road too from an economic standpoint because I wrote um, earlier this year, a lot of people actually missed this at the time. The federal government, uh, Prime Minister Scott Morrison, came over to Perth in I think it was March and said, hey, I've got more money for WA projects, aren't Mm. I great? And it was sort of lauded in the press. But what people overlooked was that um, this project was originally going to be, oh, look, my recollection is... Uh, the federal government was going to spend $560 million, and it was originally going to cost $700 million. Mm-hmm. Um, And now the federal government's contribution alone is a billion and the, the whole cost is like 1.25. Yeah, it's effectively almost doubled in, in, in price. Yeah, okay. So this is one of these examples of projects where the cost has gone up, the construction cost. Mm-hmm. Metronet, there were a lot of examples there too um, that we're very familiar with now in this raging hot construction environment. The other thing I just find interesting, while you were working on this earlier, we chatted about this, I had a look at the cost-benefit analysis mm, that was yep. submitted by the state government to Infrastructure Australia. And my recollect- the exact number I don't recall, if it was 924 or 934 million, but it was in the low 900 millions. Yep. Um, that's the entire benefit, right? So the entire benefit of this project, they sum up the environmental benefit, the safety, the, the less the re- reduction of crashes, social benefit, residual asset, potential value changes, um, you know, less traffic, uh, you know, less time at stop signs or or whatever it might be, less time in traffic, they add up, they they project what all of that benefit is, everything, not just economic, mm-hmm. environment and social, mm-hmm. they add it all up and the number they came to, and of course this was a few years, this was about three years back, yeah. but the number they came to was about 920, 930 million, which is less now than the actual cost of the project. Mm-hmm. So this is another one of these projects uh, on the state government's list where they're actually spending more than their own assessment of community benefit. So it's an interesting position. So I guess I'm not sure if the uh, if the environmental activists are familiar with these numbers, but it'd probably be worth them having a look at. Oh, absolutely. Um, and of course, a lot of the discussion has revolved around just how um, how much the time and, and energy the state government invested in looking at alternate routes that might have had less of an environmental impact. But certainly the, the cost benefit is, is certainly worth looking at. Yeah, let's just talk about this a little bit. So this is the, the Western Ringtail Possum. Uh, there's what? There's lots of different numbers about how many they are, but the important point is that this is like a critical habitat. Is that right? That's exactly right. The other thing I think that's particularly interesting about this is it, it's kind of reminiscent uh, of Row 8, which was also going through... Yes, that uh, was raised at the press conference today, I believe. It was going through the precious Belia wetlands, um, which is obviously, you know, there's other species there. So it's, it's fascinating how some of these things play out. Jacinta, thank you for your time. Thank you. The latest business news, delivered daily. Subscribe and rate the show wherever you listen to your podcasts. For all the latest business news, visit businessnews.com.au.